I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, something happened at dinner tonight. I think tonight's dinner is going to go down in my memory as one of the most important moments of my life because I figured out something. What? I went to a barbecue restaurant, and I was sitting there looking at the menu, having the same problem that I always have, which is that, you know, all of the stuff on this menu looks really good except for all of the barbecue. Uh-huh. Uh, so what I said was, waiter, can I just get like a big plate of nothing but side dishes? And he said, sure, we can do that. It's like two bucks a side. That OK? Like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, that's OK. So for eight bucks, I had this amazing meal that that didn't have like, you know, a bunch of shitty barbecue beef brisket or something on it huh. that would have cost 30 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy. I felt like I had discovered the the key to the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> Roy. Um, Where the, is the key to the, the Eiffel Tower? Is like that the, at the bottom of the Atlantic yeah, like Ocean? The secret of Atlantis or something. That's what I felt like I had discovered. Yeah, the key to the Eiffel Tower is actually in Atlantis. Uh-huh. That's where the that's where the controls are to raise it. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to give that to just anybody. Right. They only want to give it to people who figure out these sweet tricks for ordering barbecue dinners. So yeah, I had a bunch of side dishes. And uh, everybody looked at me like I was crazy. No. Everybody at the table was like, what the fuck? What is at wrong the table? with you? Yeah. How many people were at the table? It was a bunch of people. It was this going away party for a friend of ours. And so oh, I see. I thought it was just you and your lady. No, there were like probably 20 people oh. at this at this party. So this place, man, I think they must have looked at the menu and at some point in the in the management in the inner sanctum in the secret control room of this restaurant <laughs> a one uh, one man in black said to another one oh fuck i've found something on our menu that is less than a thousand calories <laughs> oh what is it what is it the other one said and the first one said uh the biscuits the biscuits are only 900 calories each and so mm-hmm. the they they convened the dark council and uh <laughs> decided that what they would do is sprinkle fucking sugar on the outsides of the biscuits. Really? Yeah. They are biscuits that are just dusted with like just granulated sugar. Huh. Not powdered but, sugar, not, not but a how do they make the paste. Sugar stick. Do they have to slather it with Crisco so that the yeah, sugar maybe sticks? They do, maybe they put it they lick it and, and sprinkle the sprinkle the sugar on. Weird. They have somebody with diabetes lick it mm-hmm. and then sprinkle the sugar on it. I really love the idea of just having a meal that has side dishes. I love appetizers and I love side dishes. Yeah, me so too. So I would, I would, I would support you in this. I don't care uh, about life changing experience. Thing of meat. That's what I'm doing for, at every barbecue restaurant from now on, and I don't care what kind of funny looks I get. Did you just say big old gay meat? No, no, you said I don't something think so. else. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I usually don't. Big old. I mean, I usually know meat. when I said big old gay meat. Yeah, yeah. Big. You're not referring to barbecue. Maybe I said a big hulk of meat. Uh huh. That's what I'll I'll refer to a chunk as a hulk sometimes. Yeah, the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) I saw that movie this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't like it very much. Really? Yeah, I I like the first part of it before before CGI Tim Roth. Well, you know, I was thinking about that um, Tim Roth. Oh yeah, Uh, no, it's Tim Roth. Yeah, Tim Roth and Ed Norton. Um, In the beginning, like the first chase scene that Ed Norton has um, in Brazil. Like it's nighttime and they come to get him and then he escapes and then they're chasing him and it's suddenly middle of the day and then when they uh, miss him, it's suddenly night again. So it's either, you know, very inconsistent filming or they were chasing him for a whole day in the slums of Brazil. I mean, it could be. 
time yeah. time slows down mm-hmm. i mean one one i know that one night in bangkok is remarkable for some reason and maybe it's because one night in bangkok seems like it takes two or three days mm-hmm. and the same thing could be true of sao paulo or yeah. wherever he was yeah was I, he in sao paulo i don't remember where he was was he in rio de janeiro mm, he might have been in sao paulo uh, i hope so because those are the only two brazilian cities i can name i think there's a burbank okay burbank brazil right, there's probably a springfield mm-hmm. and a berlin okay mm-hmm. um cool yeah <laughs> uh i went and saw uh i i, I availed myself of our uh, of our of our dear friend eric's uh movie movie preview bonanza again yeah. i went and saw a very harold and kumar 3d christmas and that's what everybody went to see before this dinner uh it has oh, a lot really? of dicks in it how many um well just two i guess oh, just two. but it has them for a lot are they the, the same dick or are they no, one two of them different a, dicks? One of them is a claymation dick. But of the same character as uh, the no. other dick? No. Oh, okay. So you get to see both of them. I'm surprised that this guy, I'm surprised that Cal Penn still gets to make stoner movies while he works for the White House. Like you'd think that somebody would complain about that. He works for the White House? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. He's like some sort of cultural liaison. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. He's like, look, even Indians can succeed in this country. That's uh-huh. what he says. And he goes to India and tells them that. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, it was, it was a Harold and Kumar movie. Okay. There were there were less there was less nudity than Except in previous for the dicks. ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Is there a lot of nudity in the previous ones? I I think in the first one there's just us two breasts for a few moments. Just two breasts. Well, or yeah. two two scenes with breasts, like two women with one breast. No, each. I think there's just one scene with uh, one woman that has two breasts. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I think. Yeah, yeah. there's some nuns lesbianing out in a shower. That's the scene. in the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Wow, it doesn't last very long. Okay, it's I barely even got started. It was, uh, it was right. really disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then and then you were whacked with a ruler. Yes, I was right across the knuckles. And I was like, "Hey, careful! Those are really close to my balls, Mother Superior." <laughs> uh huh. Who's Mother Superior? The Mother Superior is the head nun at a convent or a nunnery. Okay. That you get the two. Okay. Don't they also call that a treacle? <laughs> a treacle. Am I, am I thinking of some sort of figgy pudding? <laughs> yeah, that's some kind of tart. Okay. Um. There's another name for a convent, isn't there? Uh, a convent, a nunnery. I'm pretty sure it's a treacle. Okay. I, not that I know, but I'm sure that there is another name. So besides watching uh, Anthony Hopkins in The Incredible Hulk, wouldn't Anthony Hopkins make a great Incredible Hulk? He would. I'm really disappointed. Like, Lou Ferrigno is in the movie just briefly as this little cameo where he's a security guard. I would want him as the Hulk again. Uh-huh. Like, he's very imposing. Why? Why isn't that... Uh, you know, a thing. I mean, he he's looks, a huge guy. In the original TV series, he looks pretty silly. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Not not as silly as the CG Hulk does. No. I mean, I it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, the CG Hulk me. looks really fakey. Yeah. But, you know. I'd rather have a huge guy who, you know, they have better makeup now. But he, <laughs> yeah. he can't throw a, throw it like a tank, though. That's the they can CG that in. No. Yes, they can. It'll look super fake if it's a real guy holding a fake tank. I think it would look better, actually. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Um, or they could, just make a foam, uh, you know foam rubber tank. He could throw one of those tanks from Tron. Those are real small. They don't weigh yeah, very much. Yeah. If you're gonna throw a tank, 
should throw a virtual tank. Mm-hmm. They weigh ones and zeros. So apart from that, what have you what have you done since the last time we did a show, Roy? Um, well, I discovered uh, something on the internet doing a um, image search. I was searching for uh, DJs, and because I don't have any safe filters on my on my image search. Uh, a bunch of topless Euro DJs popped up, and this apparently is a thing now of female DJs that uh, DJ crappy house music with their shirts off. Hmm. Yeah, that's something I discovered. So that you can either dance or look at boobs? I think so. Or dance while you look at boobs? I think about that that one. Yeah? Yeah. And it's strange, and they all seem to know each other. There's like some kind of like uh, female... Um, topless dj network going okay. on uh that was it but uh this what do you week think was... they do at their meetings mm, i mean they... They, it's hard to like you can't like really talk about fashion no that's true yeah. well they have bottom fashion who are you wearing nobody still <laughs> uh-huh. yeah this season it's it's hot uh-huh. it's hot right now it's always hot um, do they um, wear bangles? Do you think like they could they could they could talk about different styles of bangles that they could wear? Sure, or that's maybe true. A, a collar. Uh, they call that a choker. Yeah, yeah. Hair there styles. was one of them that had a very fancy sort of like um, European eighteen hundred uh, like Parisian court um, clothing, but it was all breastless, huh. like corsets that went up right and under her breast okay i was gonna suggest just like maybe a white t-shirt with holes cut in it for the breasts sure yeah that's you know that's a thing you could be like look at me i'm an american (laughs) Uh because that's how americans dress i wear t-shirts uh which reminds me uh this week was a very exciting week for for uh the podcast i think for the advice hot doggers which is you and me we received a package from one of our listeners. Yeah, joannarchy.com. Yeah, she sent us this awesome package that had two t-shirts for each of us and uh, some extra goodies, buttons, and, and such. I took a photo, and we'll put that on the on the Facebook. Those buttons are adorning the strap of my girlfriend's lady bag. Right, oh, really? Right now. Her lady bag. As we speak. Okay. It's not precisely a purse. It's some sort of... It looks like if you were delivering like a really tiny pizza... Okay. Um, you know, like a personal pan pizza right. from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Um, but instead of being in like a greasy cardboard box, it's in a greasy cardboard box inside this puffy bag. Uh-huh. But it's a small puffy bag. I see. That sounds cool. Mm-hmm. So is that her new job now? Yes. Delivering, delivering uh, personal delivering pan Delivering a single pizzas? tiny pizza. Expensive pizzas, it must yeah. be, right? Uh, so th- this this was really exciting. And we also sent her a package with some of our shirts and stuff. And this inspired something in me and i have decided to announce the great 10 shirt trade the great 10 shirt trade Mm -hmm. okay and uh let's see what you think of this maybe it's a bad idea but i think that if there are 10 listeners out there who would like to send me a shirt i will send them a shirt in return the great 10 shirt trade okay so like do you want them to send like their grubby sweaty club shirt with the tits cut out of it (laughs) well if they do then i am going to send them a comparable shirt which is also grubby sweaty and and uh titted okay so not like a not like a shirt that we make no this is actually one of your shirts a shirt from my closet so if you send me a cool shirt um i will send you a cool shirt in return i wear large on t-shirts and i normally wear american apparel t-shirts so a large in one of those. So sweatshop free, but a lot of uh, sort of sexual abuse. A lot of sweat. <laughs> sexual abuse by me. Yeah. 
Um, so the first 10, 10 people to do this, I will send you a shirt back and I will post all these shirts on, on our Facebook. That t-shirt's going to want to go to Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Mm-hmm. Um, Care of Roy. And I would like to announce that I'm doing the same thing, but with used condoms. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just very much, very much just kidding about that, folks. Because um, I know there's some weirdos there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I once received a package of used condoms. Yeah, that was pretty gross, I imagine. I mean, fortunately, they were all of my condoms they, well, that I had used. Oh, sure. Yeah, it wasn't like an ex-girlfriend saying, look at all the fun I've been having without you. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. yeah. They're like, why are they all different sizes? You know, um, <laughs> right. Um, you know, it was sent with uh, sentiment. Yeah, that's the the I'm gross and creepy sentiment. I mean, she also I think listens to this podcast. So hey, how's it going? You know who you are, and, <laughs> and you thanks. know what you did, and we love you anyway. Um, but that's not okay. <laughs> oh well, they were sealed in a bag. Oh, g- great! Yeah. <laughs> that's much. They better. made it through customs. Sure. Oh man. Uh-huh. I, I think you're only allowed to do things like like they would not have they would have in your been, early twenties you're fine. No, I think I was gonna say in Europe. Oh because okay. Europe's full of creepy perverts like that oh. Berlusconi and uh mm. and uh mm-hmm. I don't know, Ezra Pound. <laughs> right. Um I, oh and that's it. That, those are the only two European <laughs> names I know. You knew Alec Guinness. Oh, it's fine. Now you're going to just start ruining my jokes by 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 pointing out that I know more than two European names. Right. That's yeah. Good job. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Isn't Paris a guy? But like Paris, like like uh, from from uh, from Troy. Yeah, from Troy. Yeah. Remember his name? Mm-hmm. That's not the same dude. Eiffel. Eiffel. Sergey Eiffel. <laughs> Remember my name. Uh, so, so that was really exciting, and and I I do mean it. I seriously will send send you a t shirt of mine or a shirt. You know, maybe you send me a fancy uh, long sleeve shirt, and I will send you a fancy long sleeve. You don't shirt. send him any polo shirts. Don't send me any polo shirts. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, if I receive a polo shirt, I have a few polo shirts, so that I will send one back. Okay. All right. So equal or lesser value is what you're. I would like it to be equal value. I think if somebody sent you t-shirts to replace all of your polo shirts, that would be the best possible outcome for this. (laughs) I only have four. Yeah, that's four too many, buddy. Okay. You can do a pants exchange and get rid of those khakis. Sure. Oh, boy. I don't have any khakis. (laughs) Biz cash. I think I have a pair of khakis. Uh I'm ashamed of it. Um, (laughs) You should be. Anyway, we, uh, yeah, anything else you want to talk about? No. Or should we just, uh, should we no, just get to helping let's, people? Let's get, on, get to it. All right, before we get to it, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Let's. So it's, uh, it's beginning to taste even more like Christmas mm-hmm. up in here, Roy. Yeah. Uh, I, I decided, uh, in flipping through that Playboy host and bar book, do you remember where that book came from? I thought your dad gave it to you. No. Really? I think maybe I got it at a thrift store. Really? Or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I was flipping through that, and like the first thing that I found that was made out of ingredients that we had that was a name that I recognized, uh, I decided to make, and that was a grasshopper. Hmm. Uh, very Christmassy. One yeah, part creme de menthe, one part creme de cacao, one part creme. Uh, Why do you think it's creme. called a grasshopper? Is I don't it know. because it resembles the, the puke that they uh, 
spew out when you hold a grasshopper for too long? I thought they were just always chewing tobacco. Oh. Um, I think maybe it's because the traditional method by which this is consumed is that a master holds the, the, the martini glass in his hand and you have to grab a handful of the liquid out of it and get it into your mouth before he pulls it away. <laughs> okay. Um, it's pretty good. We'll try it's, that it's, later. It's minty. I sprinkled some nutmeg on top just because mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. It looks fancy. It does look fancy. Yeah. And it does taste like Christmas. Yeah. It tastes like candy Christmas. Yeah. It's, uh, Makes me want to wear a sexy Santa outfit. After those, uh, oh boy. Yeah, you know what? Somebody needs to send in a postcard asking about sexy Santa outfits so that the interpretive dance that Roy has to do involves wearing a sexy Santa outfit. No, I would interpret what it would be like to be wearing a sexy Santa outfit. Oh, but I think your interpretations are largely literal when it comes to things like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I would drink this again. Mm-hmm. A++ plus 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 would drink again. Yeah. I say. Yeah. Um, it's, it's got delicious. That, it's got that property I like where it's equal parts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got that property I like where you drink it in a martini glass. You wouldn't yeah. have to, though. No, you could have it in a tumbler. You know what else would be good? Like a cinnamon stick? Uh, with like a uh, Hershey's Kiss impaled on it. Oh, really? that'd be really hard. that'd be hard to do. That'd be hard to do. Yeah. Um, I would also put a, a actual candy cane swizzle yeah. stick. Yeah, a candy cane swizzle stick with a cocktail onion mm-hmm. uh, skewered on it. Something mm-hmm. needs to be skewered on it. Maybe like a gummy bear, an Oreo cookie. Okay, there you go. Um, this would be pretty good with Oreos dipped in it. Mm-hmm. I bet. Well, you could open up the cookie. And uh, put the candy cane in inside of it and then sandwich it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then it'll hold it. Yeah. You'd have to get the double thick kind. Right. The double stuff. Yeah, the double stuff. You'd have to stuff. get the ones with the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, shit, what was I going to say? I read something on the internet. I saw a picture of this device that was apparently made, which was a, uh, what it was for is for collecting the extra crumbs from a bag of Oreos and putting them into like a little tea bag that you would then dip in milk. <laughs> and then what, drink the milk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. It was milk. It was Oreo-infused milk. What I would do is I would make uh, some kind of mold that is shaped like an Oreo cookie so that you could make a new cookie out of the cookie crumbs. Oh, okay. Would you, would you use uh, Duplos to make that mold? Yeah, I would use yeah. Duplos. You're learning all kinds of things from Instructables. Yeah. Like I how to make I, a shitty paper airplane and how to make a shitty battery. I don't think that's a fair assessment of Instructables is by mm-hmm. uh, using one in instruction and then classifying all of them as being shitty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty fair. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. Okay. Uh, all kinds of people send in send in instructions. Oh, sure. All kinds of idiots send in shitty instructions oh, to, to everything. I have found great, great things on there. Oh, sure. Yeah. It is very useful. Mm-hmm. You should look up how to fuck up a koi pond. <laughs> I bet they got instructions on that. Um, oh, I could write my own. How to, how to make a baby carriage out of rusty nails. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's quite novel. Yeah. Uh, you oh. really cornered the market on that one. Yeah. Huh? Uh, so it, it turns out listeners totally can hear the garage door opening and closing. God oh, really? Damn it. Just like now? Yeah, just like okay. now. Isn't it going to close now? Yeah. It just did one of those things. Yeah, it just did one. So it'll do another one. Okay. That's the thing about a garage door. There's <laughs> always an even number of right. activations. Um, I don't yeah, know what so else to a, say about this cocktail. Or about Instructables. 
No, you were learning. You were learning on Instructables how to make uh, molds out of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I um, a mold encasement out of Duplos. Right, which makes a lot of sense because um, you have to make both sides, so you can just take the Legos and add on to the other side after you've made one side of the mold. So that the side, the walls are even and fit together properly. I see. Do you glue the ones together that are part of the? Like, how do you get the? How do you get it to split in the right place? Oh, uh, you use clay for that. Like, what you do is you um, basically you sink an object halfway in clay, or at least that's what it appears to be, and then you build a wall around it. Pour your mold material on top of that. And then after that cures, you flip it around, remove the clay, and then your other half pours into it. So it doesn't it. matter if the Duplos come off in the same place? No. Okay. The Duplos are just the wall around it. Sure. Yeah. And they're also Duplos. You can make like a sweet turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Use the ones with eyes. Some kind of Winnie the Pooh house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he live in a house or a hole? I don't remember. I think did, you might be Did he live a, anywhere? You might be thinking of a hobbit. Did he just wander around in, in the a forest? Giant, uh, jar of honey. Okay. He swam in it like Scrooge McDuck. Well, Rabbit lived in a hole, right? Sure. He lived in uh, some kind of rabbit hole. Eeyore lived in some kind of asylum. Uh-huh. Uh, Piglet lived in a tiny sty somewhere. Yeah. And Christopher Robin lived in the house. Right. And I think Winnie, Winnie just wandered around in the forest. I think Tigger lived in a, on a series of trampolines. Right. Mm-hmm. Junkyard. Yeah. Like in the old trampoline graveyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's off the side of the highway. It's really depressing and really beautiful at the same time. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You have to see it at least once in your lifetime. Yeah. What was that from? What? The, the, the airplane graveyard, the guy taking the girl to the airplane graveyard on a quirky date. Probably some kind of, some Douglas Copeland novel. You think? Probably. That seems like the kind of bullshit you would write. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we were in our early 20s, those things are really touching and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to... Uh, I don't remember anything about any Douglas <laughs> Copeland novels. I wanted to get a massage. Uh-huh. I wanted to uh, start a software company. Right. Um, I guess I did do that, but we didn't do Lego softwares. No. Um, Microsoft was a pretty good book. Yeah, I like I wanted that. to eat nothing but flat foods. For a you, month. Oh, really? Tortillas and fruit, fruit, fruit roll-ups? roll-ups? yeah. Fruit mm-hmm. leather. They, that was the first time I ever encountered the phrase fruit leather. And I thought maybe he was just using that because he couldn't say fruit roll-ups. But then oh, I realized that there was an actual no, product called fruit leather. My friend Megan knows how to make fruit leather. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I asked her for the recipe, and then she told me, and then I forgot. Oh, maybe uh, you, you could have like written it down or maybe used your Apple Macintosh computer <laughs> to store the, the recipe sure. for you friendly for that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's so simple even a woman can use it mm-hmm. to store her recipes wow yeah. okay that's what that's what they said it wasn't me it wasn't me right really that was a commercial friends. yeah i don't actually think so so simple even a woman can i'm sure use that was it? an advertisement for something at some point probably not an apple macintosh computer. women's deodorant <laughs> yeah so simple it even works on kurt cobain uh how about some questions right? yeah that'd be great andrew writes number one I have almost accepted. Uh, I have almost accepted that it is about time to sign up for some online dating site like OkCupid. Apparently, it doesn't have the stigma in Korea that it does in the U.S. And I'm really bad at meeting people outside of an institutional setting, and doubly so when I don't speak the language. Do you have any experience with these sites? Are there better ones? How do I create a profile without sounding like an ass? I don't really think there's a stigma associated with online dating anymore. Uh, no, not so much. I mean, my brother's married to a, a lady who he met on an online dating site. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, what about your other brother? Uh, he's married to a lady that he got pregnant. Yeah, they met, they met her while he class. was impregnating in her. While he was impregnating in her. Look oh. out, honey! I'm going to impregnate in you. Um, I mean, so I have never actually done it. I I kept putting it off until I met a girl. The last time I was single. Um, but you know that was my plan. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. now that I'm single, I'm going to make an OK Cupid profile and go on a hundred dates. Uh-huh. That was my that was my it was a blog a hundred dates in a hundred days. Tumblr, yeah, a <laughs> hundred dates with an asshole. Dot Tumblr dot com. Uh-huh. Um. I was going to take my asshole with me on every day. So right. Might need it. You know, you yeah. never know. She could be into that kinky stuff. Um, I don't know anything about making a profile, though. I, it is so hard for me to imagine writing a sentence about myself that doesn't make me sound like an ass that I don't think I can. Uh, yeah, but maybe maybe that's good, right? That up front you just uh, state, you know, who you are. I, I am guessing that you should probably be as honest as possible. Let's say that you, you want to do this like a... You're, you want to do this like a like a person whose goal is like optimizing your chances of meeting a hot lady. What you do is you look at OkCupid's okay science and say, what should your picture be like? And then do that. And I think it's usually like you are facing just off to the side of the camera and behind you there is like a dog and also an explosion. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you might huh. have to Photoshop. You might okay. have to Photoshop something. Um, What's the dog doing? It's just being cute, making women interested. Oh, okay. It's like having a dog. You go to the park and a woman's like, oh, hey, is that your dog? And you're like, no, I'm just, I have this dog just to pick up chicks. And then she thinks you're joking. And she's like, oh, he's funny. And he has a dog. Right. And then later she comes to your house and realizes there's no dog there. And you're like, oh, yeah, he he died. And then you get like a sympathy blowjob. Oh. Yeah, this is a great plan. That's immediately what happens when a pet dies? I mean, I'm assuming like hmm. I only I based that on like watching Friends, right? Okay, there was that. Episode, that makes sense. There was that episode where Monica blew that guy because his dog had died, but then it turned out there was no dog, mm-hmm. and she felt used. Oh, and then she complained about it at Central Park. <laughs> okay, um, um, wouldn't it send a more serious message if you had a baby in the background instead of a dog? So a baby in an explosion. Okay, sure. But then, but they, then might they might think that you're uh, careless or that you don't care about babies. But right? they might think that the baby was the one causing the explosion. Oh, that's right? like true. Maybe you got one of those evil genius babies. Right. Um, a puppy, there's no way. Like a puppy's not smart enough to blow shit up like that. Right. But a baby, every once in a while. Oh, so you wouldn't assume that the puppy did? Oh, you're saying a puppy now. Yeah. I okay. thought it was just a dog, well, like okay. a grown-up dog. Uh, puppy works, but I don't know. I haven't consulted the data. Like a dog on dialysis. I haven't dialysis. consulted the data recently to see, to see what's, uh, what's trending. I see. Okay. I mean, yeah, you got to be honest, right? But, like, it is, it is very easy to be unflattering if you're being honest. Like... Hey, I play a ton of video games. Yeah, like but, that's not a like that is an honest thing, but it's like doesn't sound good. Sure, but I'm saying you know when you post a photo of yourself, you shouldn't post a photo of yourself ten years ago oh, or five years yeah, ago. Certainly. I mean, it should be like you right now from your phone sitting on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I was going to suggest that you put up cameras everywhere in your house mm-hmm. and just constantly randomly refresh your okay cupid profile with a picture of whatever you're doing so you know whatever you're doing you're bound to get some hits like maybe maybe there's one girl who really likes dudes that are taking a shower and Mm -hmm. uh or brushing their teeth yeah one girl who really likes dudes that are like scratching their butt while reading Mm -hmm. uh metafilter Mm -hmm. Um, wiping their dick on the towel yeah i'm just thinking about things that i like to do (laughs) right um so am i yeah 
you know, don't put in your profile, sometimes I fart and it smells real bad, mm-hmm. even though that's true. Yeah, I guess that is true. Honesty is not really Yeah, the best you can be too honest sometimes. Yeah. You can't be too rich or too thin, but you can be too honest. Mm-hmm. That's one of the central lessons that we try to teach here on Advice Hot Dog, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, good <laughs> luck with that. Let us know. And hey, Andrew, if you are the one who is going to send us some soju drinks, uh, we're waiting. And if you weren't, why don't you just send us some? Yeah. Okay. So get a soju drink, wrap it up in some shitty shirt, and send it to Roy. And then he can enjoy a soju drink and then send you a cool shirt in exchange for your shitty one. Sure. And then we can have a shitty shirt fire. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what you should do? I think soju is alcoholic, though, so oh. maybe uh, whoever was going to send us some of those can't. Okay, so maybe stuff a shirt into the neck, break the break the top off the bottle, and then stuff a shirt into the neck of it, and then th- uh, just hurl it to us <laughs> okay. from Korea. Uh, here's the uh, second question, though. Uh, how do I strengthen my immune system so that my students can't get me sick anymore? I'm sick about two to three weeks out of every month, and I've just been on there. I've been on the job for about five months already. I'd like to go out and be social, but right. staying out until six when the subway starts back up is just makes it worse. Uh, he didn't actually write is just makes it worse. That mm-hmm. was my that embellishment. Was you. Okay. Yeah. Um, boy, uh, I don't know about well, that. The best way to not get sick is to uh, get more sleep. You think? Yeah. I mean, that does help your immune system. Is to yeah, but I mean, let's sleep. say the subway stops running at 6 p.m. <laughs> Oh, okay. Right. So it's either. So he's going to the club yeah, either, from 4 to 6 p.m. It's either go to bed at 6 or stay out until 6. Right. And you don't want to do either of those things. Right. Um, you could wear uh, some sort of respirator. Ooh, uh, I got Yeah, those this. are in, in Korea. I went right? to uh, I went to this Halloween store where everything was on sale, and I got a sweet Darth Vader respirator sound uh, <laughs> simulator box. So you could like use that? three bucks, yeah. You get a respirator and uh-huh. one of those, and then your students will be scared of you. And oh, that's another funny, that's a funny anecdote you can write on your OkCupid profile. Yeah, that's true. Like, I scare my students with Darth Vader sounds. Yeah, and that's how I avoid getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to think I'm more you're clever and man. funny. Yeah. Especially the dick machine part. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Julia from NOLA writes, Dear Advice Hot Dog, In conversation, my boyfriend insists on referring to events that had occurred the previous night as having happened the other night instead of last night. To him, the other night can describe an evening less than 12 hours before or an evening six weeks ago. I think this is completely insane as the entire point of the phrase last night is so that the speaker can express an event with a specific temporal relationship with the present, very relevant for many discussions. Am I being pedantic or is he evolving past the traditional human perception of space-time? Cheers. Um... I, I can really relate to this guy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because you just don't remember how long ago anything was. Pretty much. And so I would say the other night so that I am not wrong about saying the other night. Whatever yeah, night somebody, it is, it is always out, the Roy, other night. Roy, you mean last night? And then you're just like, thanks. Thanks, jerk, for making me look like a dope. Well, you're always right. Even if it is last night, it is the other night. Yeah, it's another night. It's not this one. night. Yeah. It's the other night. Uh, you know, this is worse than that guy that couldn't pronounce saltwater fish tongs. What are you going to do about this guy? I don't know. I think Riff uh, <laughs> jokes that he always refers to the past as November, I think. Really? Yeah. In just, November? You know, it was in November. Oh, when I think, think of my childhood, I'm eight years old. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's, That's the age that things happen. Yeah. Which is strange that I uh, discovered my first boner at the age of eight. Yeah, that is strange. 
I guess it's the it's the lack of hormones in the milk mm-hmm. down there in Mexico in your dirt wild hovel where you were drinking milk straight off the cow, <laughs> right? Straight out the teat. You didn't uh-huh. uh, Warm. you didn't have to worry about what kind of cream you needed for anything no. back then because you it was just like you didn't have any choice. You'd whatever cream came milk? out the cow that cream. day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we used heavy whipping cream in this cocktail, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, and we knew what it was. We did. The we cocktail also asked for it, right? Have no, you it just cream? said cream, oh. just like every goddamn recipe that involves okay. cream. It never says what kind of cream. What we need to do is we need to start getting fresh whole milk and then just let the cream rise to the top, skim it, use it for recipes, and then drink the whole milk. Like make our own cream. Yes. Okay. Um, so what do you do with this guy, this the other night guy? I think you just ignore it. Oh, yeah? It just becomes something that that's how he speaks, and you're not going to be able to change that. If I were in his shoes, that's the reason that I would say the other night, so that, you know, if I can't remember whether it was last night or three weeks ago, I just say the other night. See, what I would worry about, though, is if I were in his shoes, I would keep doing it just because I knew that it bothered her. That is a terrible thing. Why would you want to do that? Because it's funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other night, I was saying to my girlfriend, the other night. Hi. You know, you got to do stuff like that because then Mm -hmm. it makes it so, you know, you get it out of your system so you don't have to, like, leave the toilet up on purpose or do whatever other little rebellious things, you know? Like, you do the the minor annoying things so you break the tension, you know? You don't don't build up resentment about, like, not being able to use your own vocabulary or, like, fuck other girls or whatever, you know? (laughs) Uh So you just do do this one annoying little Mm -hmm. vocal tick. That bothers her, and then you're golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that keeps that that keeps the level of pressure at a at a nice even keel. And you don't just like freak out and murder everybody. You know? Wow. Yeah. Those are the consequences. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, okay. she she makes her bed by not letting you do all the things that you want to do, uh-huh. like you know, watch a football game all night <laughs> or. Uh, drive, sometimes they do go all night. You drive drive a fast car with your buddies. <laughs> Um, are you trying to think think of the things that normal straight men like to do yeah i'm just not having very much luck mow the lawn (laughs) run run for three days in brazil yeah yeah that's true uh evade Mm -hmm. the police Mm -hmm. yeah yeah a lot of guys uh do car work shoot things in vietnam (laughs) There's, there's all sorts of things that men do that women don't like for them to do right um, I think uh, women don't necessarily not like for you to fix a car work. Really? Yeah. What um, they don't want is for you to, like, say, build a Stonehenge out of cars. I have to imagine somebody's <laughs> wife was annoyed by that project. <laughs> this is taking forever. Uh, well, so you just keep buying these cars and destroying them. Couldn't you at least get cars that were already broken? Like, you just, you keep going down and negotiating a new car payment (laughs) on these Cadillacs. And you take them apart. Yeah, you just immediately strip them, paint them primer gray, and stick them in the ground. Yeah. Ah, that poor woman. So beleaguered. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. How about another question, Roy? Christian writes, we're we're on a relationship kick tonight. I'm 18 years old and just started college right as the relationship was ending, so now after a couple months, it finally feels as though I've regained my footing after a period of time that felt like a complete blur. Now I'm faced with the predicament that I don't want to spend all my free time playing Zelda or Metroid or drawing, but instead socializing with some new individuals, only I'm hesitant to start any new relationships with anyone at all, as I just feel like in the end it would be a waste. 
Uh, let's see. It's also very hard for me to find a girl to my liking, seeing as I'm an extremely left-leaning liberal in the ass middle of Utah, but also a Mormon. So I need to find somebody who's also willing to participate in the traditional human sacrifice by means of driving without my lights on, the one Zach spoke of earlier, before I can commit to marriage. Should I just start putting myself out there and just sort of taking what I can find despite feelings of inevitable failure? Or should I stand idly by as I have been and see what opportunity brings my way? Also, second question. I've been growing my hair out for about four years now, and I need to decide if I should be Legolas or Vega from Street Fighter for Halloween. Thanks a ton, you guys are the best vega yeah i would have to vote for legolas because that's the one that you're probably not gonna have to explain to everybody nobody's Uh, gonna get the vega costume but if a girl does maybe that's the girl you want to take home and ask her if she wants to see your special magic underwear while you played zelda Mm -hmm. she's not gonna want to see your underwear i don't know uh so I, are you, I think are you, you have so a very Mormon? negative outlook on life. Yeah, here. he does. It's like, what do I bother starting a relationship when I know we're all just going to die? I mean, what's the point of living? I mean, should you live knowing that you are just going to die? Well, I mean, really, it's just punishment until he gets his own planet, right? Yeah, but you're supposed to do cool things on Earth and in order to do that. Do cool things. That's their mandate. Do cool I think so. Do cool things with the do time. Do cool that things. That's my mandate. I mean, you could always try OK Cupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. I mean, you could just post a picture of Vega, like a screenshot of Vega from Street Fighter, as your profile pic. I heard their research suggests that those are really, uh, really sought really after. Really effective. Women, yeah. um, Sweet claws. Now, now there is one thing here. You're not going to, I assume, uh, going to accidentally get a girl pregnant. So, with that in mind, date as much as you want. Oh yeah. I think so. Do you think right? if you're that Mormon, you're not going to have premarital sex? Probably not. You don't think so? I mean, he, he may. I mean, maybe it was code that he was telling us he's very left. left yeah, very left leaning. It means like he dresses to the left because mm-hmm. he always has a boner from all the lady fucking he does. On the right. That's what that meant. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I doubt uh, it. Okay. Well, re- regardless, I, I think there isn't any reason that you shouldn't date people just because you feel it's going to... Uh, you know, fail in the end, you're going to go through a few relationships in order to get to the one that you think is worthwhile. Yeah. Because you need to find out. That's how you figure out what you like and Mm -hmm. what you don't like and what, you know, what you can tolerate and what you can't and Mm -hmm. whether it's important that, you know, she let you drive trucks. Right. And gun. Gun tote. Clean guns. (laughs) Um, Yeah. She might not like your gun tote. The Okay, the, the bag that you have with guns embroidered on it. I think we're gonna have to do a little research on what men do. Okay, <laughs> and then that's my assignment for next time. Because um, I mean, all I do is play video games, and <laughs> I don't know. There's, I sometimes I walk in a circle around the pool. I guess that's that's about all I do as far as housework. <laughs> Really? That's what you do is you walk in a circle around the pool? Well, it's not. It's like more of a rectangle, I guess. Oh, sure, but, sure. But yeah, you know, I pace. Uh-huh. I listen to a podcast. Oh. Um, but my girlfriend lets me do all those things. I'm trying to imagine what I'm trying to imagine what a man would do that his girlfriend wouldn't let him do. I don't know. Yeah. And no, I mean, have sex with other girls is pretty much the Oh, only. sure, sure. That's, That's always on the top of the list, I, I think. I guess get all grab-assy with your secretary. Is a thing that upsets sure, them. Sure. Uh, four martini lunch. Sure. See, now I'm thinking of things that like a businessman does. Right. I thought you're allowed to have a certain amount of martinis at a lunch, though. I don't know. One or two. Maybe just one. One. One martini. Z- lunch? I think zero is usually the safest if you don't want to have a, a nasty headache all day. Sure. That's maybe true. your girlfriend doesn't allow you to have nasty headaches. Mm-hmm. Like she's doing you a favor in that right, case. Right. Right. Um, good lady. <clears throat> yeah. Don't. 
don't worry about, you know, the fact that a relationship is probably going to end because it's like, yeah, that's that's what they do. Yeah. The experience is worth having. Yep. And I mean, you know, maybe somebody gets real mad and writes a writes a mean thing about you in her live journal (laughs) or whatever. But it's okay. You know, you can just look back on that. It's not like that's being archived forever on the Internet or anything. I mean, it's (laughs) going to look back on it in 10 years and think, boy, I sure was a jerk. Wish I hadn't done that. Right. Um, Well, you know, I I think eventually there will just be so much crap on the Internet about anyone that it won't matter. Yeah, everyone, even the president will have a sex tape. (laughs) Right. They'll make his ratings go up higher. Um, yeah, go go ahead. You know, and you will break up, but, you know, try and be cool when you break up. No, violent. And, really? No, yeah, no, no. Just no. mean. Burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> if you Seriously. That's the only way to end a relationship. You, I, you can't well, end a relationship uh, being cool. I'm not saying that you should remain friends with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever you're breaking up with. But I don't think there's really, re- unless, you know, it was really terrible. No. I mean, but a lot of relationships like, gotta, just like, end. You got to, like, put a horse head in her bed and it was, like, her horse. Like, wow. her favorite pony. That's terrible. Her yeah. favorite My Little Pony. No, a real pony. Oh, um, okay. Because uh, it's not a severed My Little Pony head. You really wouldn't even notice that. You fill it with ketchup. Oh, okay. <laughs> like hot ketchup. Hot. <laughs> boiling so, ketchup. So that it wakes her up when she rolls over on it. I just thought yeah. of a pot full of boiling ketchup. <laughs> That's, you know, you make some spaghetti. Sure. Right. You know, if, if you if you if you're uh, in a pinch and you don't have any spaghetti sauce, right. you use just ketchup use packets, ketchup mm-hmm. and refried beans. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Um, have you ever had a dish like that? Uh, we made spaghetti with refried beans instead of spaghetti sauce once oh, when yeah, we were in high true. school. It was, you know, it was it was pretty okay. thick, starchy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did fill you up, though. Yeah, it sure did. No, and I mean, that's why we were growing boys. We needed it to go ride bikes. Uh, Colin wrote, A few years ago, I invited a couple friends to a party. They were upset because although I provided good beer and decent wine, I did not provide whiskey. I wasn't sure how to react. I was polite to them at the party, but have since avoided having anything to do with them. In retrospect, I believe I should have told them to fuck off. What should I have done? P.S. They were dudes and not hot chicks. Well, I mean, we knew that. If they were hot chicks, they wouldn't have asked for whiskey. They would have asked for wine coolers. They would have been fine with the wine. You think? Yeah. No, I don't know. A lot of hot chicks are like, wine, I don't like the tannins. <laughs> they, <laughs> right. need, they need something with less tannins, like uh, a wine cooler. Right, lower lower tannin count. Yep. Um... Yeah, I, I feel. And they, they say, "Do you do you have any uh, tomato juice? I'm 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 feeling a little low on lycopene." Uh-huh. That's good for men's prostates. Mm-hmm. And those are the two things that I know that are in things. So we got to move on, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I feel maybe in retrospect you should have uh, well maybe not necessarily told them to fuck off, yeah, but said, like, "Hey, if, if you, want, you want whiskey, you want whiskey bring some yeah, whiskey. Go get some whiskey. Just like come here and drink my shit and complain about yeah, it." Yeah, I mean you can you know there's a store nearby. I'm sure. Maybe you should unless maybe you're you in guys Arkansas. Should get girlfriends so that there will be somebody to stop you from doing shit like this. Oh yeah, like yeah. going and complaining about there not being whiskey at your buddy's party. Right. I think that is a shitty thing to do, right? If you go to somebody's party... Like, this free stuff that you're giving me is inadequate to my needs. Like, fuck you. Right. Like, that's the kind of thing that you need to get, like, asked to leave a party as a, you know, as a sort of, like, reinforcement of, hey, I should stop doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that's what he should have done, is he should have asked them to leave? I don't think that I would ever actually do that. I'm Mm -hmm. too much of a pussy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm always afraid that they're going to take on some sort of revenge on you. Oh, right. right. You're like partying. The... They're going to shit in your uh, toilet tank. Yeah, the upper decker. Yeah. Classic. Um, Sean writes, Hello, Zach and Roy. I love beer and scotch, enjoy many other whiskeys, fortified wines, and the occasional other forms of tasty alcohol. However, I really hate being drunk. How should I balance these two conflicting desires? Well, you could just have a thimble full of each of those things once an hour. Mm-hmm. Sure. And never sleep. You have to do it every hour. <laughs> On the hour. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad likes likes to drink, uh, but he doesn't. Uh, well, actually, he claims that he's never really been drunk because he doesn't like the feeling of being buzzed. Okay. So he drinks wine and beer, but very little. Right. He'll have like a shot of beer. So, well, like a, a glass over the course of an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Like an know? entire beer, though? Yeah. Um, he also doesn't like cold beer. He really likes it to be room temperature. That's gross. Yeah, I know. You think your mom would have stopped him from doing that? She, she, I don't think she's ever tasted beer, so I don't think she cares. Huh. Does she drink at all? No. Really? Mm-hmm. She's never tasted beer? I don't... Well, maybe... But it's not something that I've ever seen her drink. She will have a toast at midnight on New Year's, but that's it. Like a like a toast of what? Uh, wine or some kind of uh, schnapps or something. Doesn't she take communion? Uh, yeah, that doesn't... That's not wine. It's that's, blood. It's the blood of Christ. Exactly. You can't get drunk on that. Okay. No matter how much of it you drink. Yeah. Um, that's why vampires are always sober. Yeah. Except for when you accidentally, you will know, when you deliberately give them a dead body whose blood is still warm. Yeah. Yeah. They get mad. It's dangerous. <laughs> they get mad. Doesn't it kill them? No. I think it just put them into some sort of torpor. <laughs> oh, I see. And uh, then they were able to. So you uh, can do things to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't fight back. Ah. <laughs> uh. This is a good way to tease them. This is a terrible show. <laughs> I know. We're doing such a bad job of podcast. Hey, Roy, we got some voicemails. How'd you like to help some people via voicemail? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's uh, let's listen to this one. Who? Uh, somebody from Woodstock, Illinois, but didn't give a name. Also, I don't think that's a real place. Hey, Advice Hot Dog. Um, I just started playing World of Warcraft probably about two weeks ago. And I think it's a really fun game. I'm really enjoying it so far. But uh, I'm beginning to notice it interfering with my life a little bit uh, with sort of social activities and homework and that kind of stuff. And I'm wondering if I should continue playing or if I should give it up. Thank you. Uh, so first I want to point out a discovery that I made. Uh, Google Voice is transcript of this. Instead of, hey, advice hot dog, uh, it's, it, it transcribed, hey, dude, lightsout.org. And so I wow. went to lightsout.org to see if that was a real thing. And is it, it totally is. It's a group of people uh, who are banding together to try to get the government to outlaw daytime running lights on vehicles. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, doing away with those. Okay. Things. There's a list of vehicles that you should boycott because they have daytime running lights that you can't turn off. Okay. Yeah, these people are really upset about daytime running. running really? And running that's lines. the only thing? Just cars? Because I feel like there's a lot of other electricity that is much more wasteful than that. I don't think it's about electricity being wasted. I think it's about like them being actively harmful and like causing glare. And I can't imagine that's a real thing. Oh, really? It has nothing to do with conserving energy? Well, it's in a car, right? So it's not... My, conserving I, electricity um, in a car is kind of meaningless. Because it's just taking advantage of 
the burning is already happening. Sure. And I guess it, I guess it uses very, very, very slightly more gas, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. But they are against daytime lights because they cause accidents. I thought the whole purpose of having daytime lights on was to reduce accidents. I, it is, but all the data says that it doesn't. I actually read this website. Oh, okay. Yeah, data data's not on the side of people saying that those lights make you less likely to have an accident. Hmm. Yeah. Do they make you more likely to have an accident? This because is their if claim. it's neutral, like a sandwich, it doesn't matter. Like eating a sandwich? Yeah. That you're, 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 you're talking about the King Missile song, Gay Not Gay. Yes, I it's am. It's a great song. It is a great song. I would advise song. all of our listeners to listen to the King Missile song, Gay Not Gay. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. It really clears things up. So you're playing World of Warcraft and you're super into World of Warcraft because you started playing it a couple weeks ago and now you're beginning to worry that it's interfering with your social life and with your homework. And like... If you're worried about it, it probably is, mm-hmm. right? Like if it's having enough of an impact that you're concerned and feel like asking somebody if you think you are developing a problem, then maybe you're developing a problem. Uh, you could also, you know, like take care of your homework, but also uh, join a clan and develop some online relationships yeah. and then you have a social life. Yeah, you could get a girlfriend who mm-hmm. will not only uh, act as a healer when you're raiding Ragnaros. Mm-hmm. She also will dance in front of you. Yeah, she will also, but she will also come to your house and uh, clean clean out your pipes. Mm-hmm. She'll she'll sure. heal she'll heal that most human of diseases, not getting laid. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, she she has a level ten sexual cure, healing, a level ten cure abstinence <laughs> spell <laughs> that she can cast on you. Um. You know, if you can do it in moderation, it's a lot of fun. Also, I don't really think there's anything wrong with spending a couple weeks telling the world to fuck off and playing a lot of video games, right? I mean, because it's kind of like going on a vacation, and as long as you can, as long as you can catch up from it, it's really not that big a deal. It's when it becomes a way of life that it's a problem, right? I mean, right? I mean, there's people who get like super into like I don't know. Uh, reading uh, Bloom County collections. And so right. they just spend two weeks reading Bloom County yeah. collections to the exclusion of, of hanging out with their friends or whatever. And maybe they needed that time away from their friends and sure. and their, their homework. Sure. I mean, you do say that you just started playing it. So it must be extremely exciting to just start playing World of Warcraft. I wouldn't know. I've never played World of Warcraft, but I've seen a lot of people dance in it. Yeah, and get on top of things. Yeah, that's the Roy always makes fun of us because the the he makes fun of me because the thing that I enjoy doing when I'm playing World of Warcraft is to see if I can get on top of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always very fun when I do. Right, I'm like yep, I got on top of this thing. I bet people are looking at me wondering how'd he get up there, but I'm not gonna tell them. Right, it's my secret. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. If you're worried about it, then uh, cut back. All right. Now we got a question from Tim. Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Tim, or the world is square, if you know me from a game. Um, ever since I went to uh, KOLCon this year, uh, I realized that the people there are much, much, much more awesome than the people who live in my city. And uh, this has gotten me thinking about uh, moving out of my shitty Canadian city and into one of your awesome American cities. Uh, specifically, it's looking like uh, I might have some employment opportunities in San Francisco. Uh, I'm a little nervous about moving to a place where basically no nobody at all. 
And I'm also nervous about moving from my great socialist haven in the north into your crazy fucked up country with your crazy fucked up government. So I was wondering uh, what you guys would comment on that. Uh, do you think that would be a good idea to move? Do you think my fears about uh, living in the States are unfounded? Um, yeah, that. So uh, thank you guys. Also, you are awesome. I don't think that there has ever been a young person that I would not have advised, over, at least in the last couple of years, to move to San Francisco. Go south, young man. San Francisco is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I thought from that question he was going to say he's going to move to Phoenix. Yeah, don't and, do that. Because mm -hmm. you don't want to let a single experience of a place where there's like a bunch of like-minded people gathering to hang out. From all over. Uh, yeah, lead you to believe that that is what that, is what that place is going to be like. A lot mm -hmm. of people have, as a result of the, the KOL community that's built up, moved to Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And like, Phoenix kind of sucks in a lot of ways. You like well, it more than I do, but I do. I I do a lot more here, but um, a convention is never representative of yeah. whatever city it's taking place in. But San Francisco is amazing if you're young, and it's a lot easier to get into than a lot of places. Right? It's, it, it is. It is very easy to talk to people in San Francisco. Maybe a little harder to form actual meaningful sure. relationships. Right? You know. But it is it is very much a, a place that is not intimidating. And if you you know if you got the kind of skill set that makes it so you can get a job there, like just fucking do it, go do it. Right. The government thing, man. Like you don't need to worry about that one because you're Canadian and you can leave at any moment. But also, like, okay, yeah, everything you know, everything is going to hell. The country is being run by lunatics, and you know all these wars. That's going to continue that for a, a long time. But it has basically had zero impact on any of our day-to-day -day lives, mm -hmm. right? I feel like the, 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 the way that these things go, there is such a time lag between like basic ground level repercussions of the terrible decisions that are being made on high. I well, mean, the that job isn't true loss for people is who've true. lost their jobs. Right. Sure. But like, I don't, you know, yeah, that, we as American citizens have very little say, you know, for and what is actually happening. So we still live here. You can move here, experience San Francisco, which is one of the best cities to live in in the world, not just the country. And you will have a great time. But also like the Patriot Act will have zero impact on your life. Mm -hmm. There will be literally no difference between living where you do now in a place that has no Patriot Act and coming here and living in a place that does have the Patriot Act, even though the Patriot Act's totally fucked up mm -hmm. and lets them do all kinds of crazy shit. Like, they're just not going to. It's, yeah, it's just literally not going to have any effect on you at all. Mm -hmm. And so that's, we, and that's why hope. it's so that's why it's so easy to ignore. Right. And that's why it's so easy to not be angry about the things that the government is doing is because all that shit is really far away. Sure. You know, I mean, uh, like they, weed isn't even illegal in San Francisco. Yeah, that's you know, true. like that's how much impact the government has on the day to day lives of people in San Francisco is that you can literally just smoke pot in front of cops. Hey, buy American. Yeah. Yeah. Buy American weed. Buy locally grown uh, strawberry cough. Mm -hmm. Hello, advice. Hot dog. This is Alex. I have an old computer pinball game, Crystal Calvin, that I want to play. Problem is, I don't have any working computers that have a three and a half inch floppy drive. What you want to do is you want to go to one of those places that converts things from three and a half inch floppy disks to VHS tapes and then take the VHS tape to one of those places that converts from DVD to MPEG. And then you can watch an MPEG of somebody playing Crystal Caliburn. Ah. Um, 
You can also Good like advice. a piece of software that you own. I think it is an entirely ethically neutral move to download a pirated copy of that software. You think so? Which you can then just play on modern hardware without having to have a three and a half inch floppy drive. Sure. Yeah, I really think so. I okay. Mean, it's, because you already bought because it. Because you already bought it. Yeah. I mean, all, you, all you're doing is getting the exact same data. What if his first data. copy is a pirate copy? Oh, I doubt if it is. Then if you it don't is, care. Uh, yeah, then, yeah, then you've already, you've already, you're stealing food directly out of the mouths of hardworking video game developers, you jerk. Uh-huh. Alex, mm-hmm. we know where you live. We know that you are in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> we'll find you. Yeah. We'll track you down. That place isn't that big. We'll just go around saying like, hey, have you heard some guy who won't shut up about Crystal Caliber and video game pinball? Mm-hmm. Man, you know what I found out? There's a there's a game company releasing these like real pinball machines mm-hmm. on the iPad. Pretty excited about that. Tales of the Arabian Nights. You know, what's, you know what's great about San Francisco? Going back to Eric, fucking pinball machines all over the place. That's true. You can go to Lucky Juju and... There's also that museum play, and, and, and that's Lucky Juju. Oh, okay. Go to every. Go Where to, is that? Play every pinball. That's on, on the Alameda. island, right? Yeah, it's on Ireland. It's in Ireland. Yeah. No, the, the island. The best thing about San Francisco is the portal to Ireland, <laughs> right in the middle of, of uh, the, yeah. the Castro. Uh huh. Um, yeah, you can go. You can go look at MythBusters. Uh, you can go look at those things. You can look at MythBusters. Yeah, yeah, sure what do you can, mean by you that? You can see them. That's where they are. Uh, oh, okay. You can see those things that everybody will tell you is what inspired the Adats, but turns out that's an urban legend. Oh, right. The, yeah. the crane They're things? cranes, yeah. Okay. Um, Why would that inspire the Adats? Because <clears throat> they look like Adats. Don't camels also look like Adats? Yeah, but these things really look like Adats. Camels okay. are not 400 feet tall. I think that's one disadvantage of a camel oh, in okay. looking like an Adat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, if you, you know. The camels are probably closer to the size of the actual adats that they use to film The Empire Strikes Back. Right. You know, because they use models. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually build giant robotic walkers. They weren't really robots, though. They were just sort of like vehicles. No, they're, uh, an adat is a spaceship designed by committee. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I don't get it. It's a tank. Mm-hmm. Designed by committee. Okay. It's like a horse. Okay. <laughs> Camels are horses designed by a committee. I didn't know that. Oh, well, they are. I see. Then there's the, the, there's like the an committee of God. Is <laughs> this why there's like six guys standing around a horse and they're all blind, so they think that the, yeah. each of them thinks that a different part of the horse is another part of a camel. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. this this camel's neck is really long and fluffy like a horse tail. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. like, oh, this camel has a horse tongue coming out of his asshole. This is is why we really should not let those six blind guys write our zoology textbooks. Right. Because that's what zoologists do, right? They catalog catalog what different buttholes and mouths look like. So that you know. Because you might get a a strange animal and you're like, I don't know where to put the food. Oh, right. So you need to know which is the mouth and which is the butthole. But sometimes you can just put the food down and the animal decides on its own. Well, but that only works if the animal's not like hanging from chains in your garage. Yeah, that's true. You know, because maybe you want to have that scene from The Cell Mm -hmm. where a horse gets split in between glass plates. different different parts. But it's still alive, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. You could still see it breathing. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Once at a museum, I saw a, a cave lady that that had been done to. A cave, a cave lady. <laughs> yep. I think they just found What's this a home. cave lady. Is that a similar to a, a bag lady? Yeah, 
she, she keeps all of her possessions in a cave that she carries oh. around with her. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually just a cave just purse. A purse painted gray. Mm-hmm. The black interior. This is my cave. She says, this is my cave. It's like Hermione Granger's special purse. Mm-hmm. What was in that? An elf? Everything. They had their whole library and outfits and stuff. Hmm. Handy. Mm-hmm. Had that um, tent. Yeah. That tent that also had a larger size on the inside. Oh, it had an even bigger tent inside it. Yeah, it was and like there was a, a Doctor trunk, Who there tent. There was a trunk inside the tent that contained a larger tent. Right. And another cool. trunk. Yeah. Um, that was all the voicemails that we got. The voicemails trickle oh. in. We don't uh, We do not do enough uh Yeah, if we had more at one time, we could do more of them. And we could do, right? we could do some every show. Yeah, because it's harder to, it's hard to put them all together. Yeah. Uh, if you want to leave us floppy voicemail. drives, yeah, yeah, I, it's really difficult for me to move things. Um, you can give us a call seven six nine two one eight nine two two five. That's Roy two one eight Zach Z A C K, which is Zach's uh, preferred spelling. That X apostrophe A H K, which I was thinking of changing it to. There's no X on a phone. No, there is the apostrophe. You would just ignore. Oh, okay. What are the other ways of getting a hold of us, Roy? Well, you can go to our website, which is advicehotdog.com, and there you will see links to Gmail, which is advicehotdog at gmail.com, uh, and uh, Twitter. You can also follow us on Twitter, at advicehotdog, or you can find us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash advicehotdog, and you can also like us on Facebook. Cool. Yeah. What does that do? Uh, it gets more people to look at us. Oh, yeah? Oh, because somebody and, can say... And people who like something will Somebody get who's to, following Hermione Granger's feed and will see, right. Hermione Granger likes Advice Hot Dog. Exactly. You can something also like circle that. us on Plus. Right. I don't think we're on Plus. We're not on Plus. Because you can't, you can't have a pseudonym. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why? Yeah. Okay, we'd have to do it as our personal pages. Yeah. Which I'm not we're giving anybody... Not I don't want anybody do. to know my name. Um, uh, Roy, do you have a stinger? Oh, I was also going to... Oh, you gave the the address right i did yeah oh, okay then we're we're cool we're fine yeah. yes we do have a stinger and i am actually going to uh choose the stinger that joanna who sent us the great package that we received of t-shirts this week she also sent in a stinger and yeah, this normally is, when people say hey zach nice package they're talking about my junk but in yeah. this case they're talking about the nice package that joanna sent us yeah uh she sends this stinger Connie Chung or Lin Sue Shepard. Now, for listeners who don't know, Lin Sue Shepard is a local Arizona uh, news anchor. And I know that it's difficult to uh, choose between these two, but um, I would choose Lin Sue Shepard because she's not Connie Chung. Oh, yeah? You dislike Connie Chung? I don't dislike Connie Chung. She's just got the stink of Maury Povich on her. Exactly. That is why. That is why I put this on here, because Maury Povich has ruined Connie Chung's name. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. She, I, I she made a terrible choice. I've never seen Lin Su Shepard uh, do anything. Oh, she reads the news. Does She's she, fine. Does she interact with Ron Hoon? I think so. Yeah, or Jude, Maybe. Jude LaCava. Jude LaCava, I don't know. <laughs> now, these aren't, these aren't funny people, but... <laughs> no, but the names are kind of... Ron Hoon is a funny name. Yeah, that is a funny name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jude LaCava is only funny from it being repeated by our friend Mike in high school. Yeah, who thought it was a funny thing, so <laughs> he said times. it all the time. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was a because, pretty funny thing. Well, they had a friend named Jude, so they would just call him LaCava mm-hmm. as his nickname, which was somebody else's last name. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, that kind of nickname where you just 
call someone someone else's actual name. Yeah. The best kind. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I would say it's because of Maury Povich, I would not choose Connie Chung. Right. Even though Connie Chung has been a very hard-hitting reporter. Who do you think would win in a fight between Dan Rather and Connie Chung? Like if Connie Chung asked him what the frequency was. Ooh, you know, like I, I feel like she would pull out some some special skills uh, uh, that we gonna, do not know Are you going to make some racist like kung fu joke? No, I was going to say that she probably has like metal fingernails that come out of her oh, hands okay. or like she'd be really good at playing the violin and somehow use that to beat up dan mm, rather no nope yeah. or like she would use her superior math skills right nope she would run over him in a car by accident nope i was not gonna say any of <laughs> you those gonna things. say any of those things good good because that's not the kind of image we want to convey exactly well, i mean this isn't like this isn't like maury povich hot dog yeah exactly this isn't who's who's that Who, other who's your podcast daddy huh who's that other uh who's the terrible uh, what the fuck is the the show the guy who used to be like a politician rick springfield <laughs> no the jerry springer yeah, jerry springer <laughs> rick astley <clears throat> yeah. i don't think i ever once saw the jerry springer show I saw it at bars. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I've also seen movies where it is a part of the movie. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil Donahue? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandmother used to be fond of Phil Donahue. He's really? still alive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, he is. You know who died? Andy Rooney. Yeah, he did die. That was very sad. He quit working and then he died like a week later. So uh, either... I thought it was a month. Was it a month? Was yeah. A month. So either they knew that there was something wrong with him and that's why he retired or he was a guy that like really, really needed to stay busy. Sure. He just right. gave up. Or he just knew. Yeah. Right? Now, now it's time. I need to get my affairs in order and... Can't talk about... If I uh-huh. can't complain about the kids these days, right. I don't want to be around them anymore. It is the end of an era. Yeah. Without Andy Rooney. The Andy Rooney game... I gotta recommend going to YouTube and watching clips of the Andy Rooney game, which is just the first and last sentences of an Andy Rooney monologue, and they uh-huh. are often hysterical in juxtaposition. Really? Yeah. Okay. So do that now that you're done listening to this episode of Advice Hot Dog, which is gonna be over in a couple seconds. Okay. Uh, I do have some to say to all of our listeners. So if you are a new listener, we need you to pledge uh, to our show with a question. And if you are a returning contributor, we also need you to pledge a question. Anybody who asks us a question, we're going to start sending you a postcard once a week asking you for more questions. So uh, that's how you can all help us uh, continue this great show, or if you think it's great. (laughs) That's how you can all help us try to do a better show than this one. Yeah. Uh, You can also find us on iTunes, give us a rating, uh, put down a review. That also helps get more people to listen to the show. And tell your friends. And thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. The Great Ten Shirt Trade.